0: Hi, this is Katie, your Functional Medicine Nutritionist, and I'm here with my husband, Phil.
1: I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you.
0: What just happened?
1: I'm here with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Come on. I don't get it. Oh, Star Wars, (laughs) babe. Come on now.
0: Is Obi-Wan very smart and intelligent and wise?
1: Uh, Absolutely.
0: Okay, then I'm good with the scenario. Oh, jeez. Okay, so today we're going to talk about what do you do on those days that you just feel tired? Sleep. (laughs) <laughs> okay, for those of us lay by the fireplace who have jobs and responsibilities in normal lives,
1: with your dog.
0: typically we have more coffee, right? We have more sugar to help us to stay energetic. And I want to talk about what we can do. You know, if you had a day that you just didn't sleep well, you know, maybe it was storming all night, or your kid was up sick, or you just got back from vacation. It was a really, really busy day the day before and the next day you're just kind of feeling more tired and depleted and you're like, oh man, I need, I'm going to really need a lot of espresso today.
1: You make a double, triple cafe espresso with extra sugar, right? Right.
0: Double, triple, double,
1: triple all the way across the sky.
0: (laughs) That's the rainbow guy reference. Anyways, you're really getting me off track today. (laughs) So, what do we do that's going to be actually helpful for our bodies? Because excess caffeine and excess sugar is not the way you want to go. The caffeine will actually make you more tired that afternoon as you block all of the calming parts of your brain with high doses of quick absorbing caffeine from coffee, then your body will eventually compensate as soon as that caffeine wears off and flood your brain with things that make you feel more sleepy. So it'll actually get harder to get through the second half of the day.
1: Is that why I typically wanna take a nap at the end of the day?
0: Well, there's, there's many reasons for that. Skipping breakfast would be one. <laughs> so the sugar component, as we all know, we crash like two hours later and then we just need more sugar again. So neither of these are actually going to work to get you through the whole day. So what will that's gonna be better for your body? So. First thing is, let's replace the coffee with tea. I know you don't like tea. Don't give me the eyes. (laughs) Green tea is uh, so much better because it's got less caffeine, um, but it also has theanine in it, which helps your body to stay calm while it's being stimulated by the caffeine. So instead of this spike and this dip, it's more of like a nice, steady stream of things that energize you and stimulate you.
1: Inside flavored water.
0: Yes, it's not strong enough for Phil's taste buds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's also peppermint tea. So if we want to even just get rid of the caffeine altogether, peppermint actually has some good research on it, showing how it increases blood flow to the brain and um, from your heart to your heart. So it can increase like your physical bodily energy as well as your brain energy to help with cognitive function. Um, in a study of 24 people, when they had peppermint tea, they were able to perform better on a cognitive test. Mm. Yeah. So. It also
1: smells like Christmas.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very pleasant. So it's one of the actually nice, enjoyable, fun ways to have a healthier alternative. We also want to replace that sugar with protein. So it's not like you need to go low carb or anything to try to get your energy up. It's just that you really want to eat high protein. Protein will really stabilize your blood sugar because when you haven't slept well, you're more likely to have these spikes and dips. Mm. So you can try to even that out with a well-balanced meal that has fat, has some carbohydrates, some fruit, uh, vegetables, starchy vegetables, or maybe even a starch like a potato and then um, but it goes a little bit higher than you normally would with protein so maybe you add some lean chicken sausage or you do three or four eggs instead of two you have like one and a half chicken breast with your meal and you kind of fill up more on that protein component so those are some healthy replacements for the coffee and sugar but there are other things that you can do to keep your energy stable and high throughout the rest of the day so one of them is God's gift to humans, which is dark chocolate. Mm. I always just have such a warm place for dark chocolate because it's like one of the only things that are superfoods and really, really healthy and actually indulgent and pleasurable.
1: I would say even I am on board with the dark chocolate train.
0: Yes, I have converted you from milk chocolate, and you actually enjoy it now.
1: Okay, but real talk, milk chocolate is delicious.
0: I don't even know if they could hear that. (laughs) But dark chocolate is awesome because it is filled with these antioxidants that actually support blood flow. So the more blood flow that we have, the more energy we have available to our brain, to our heart, to our muscles. So we feel less fatigued, less heavy, less foggy. Uh, Dark chocolate is also concentrated in caffeine and theobromine. Okay, the caffeine is very small, so it'd be like one sip of a cup of coffee. But, you know, a little bit over time does help us to stay more alert without getting those spikes we talked about. And the theobromine actually helps to increase blood flow in the brain um, and increase dopamine, which helps us to stay more focused and motivated.
1: Okay, well, that was a lot of big words very (laughs) quickly. So, rephrase here. So, you're saying the dark chocolate has a little bit of caffeine in it, Mm -hmm. but not too much. Mm -hmm. Just enough to stimulate us a little bit more, but Mm -hmm. be, you know, not terrible. Mm -hmm. And it also has what?
0: Theobromine.
1: Theobromine. Yes. Which is god bromine it's like
0: (laughs) it's like an amino acid so it's like a nutrient and so the these different components of the dark chocolate kind of work together to have this great effect on us but when i say dark chocolate i'm talking about 70 percent or greater and we're talking about like one or two squares because it does have some sugar in it and we already covered the sugar topic
1: (laughs) don't eat the whole bar
0: that's correct okay we can also drink electrolytes So everything in your body works via electricity. That's how we're able to have energy. And the more electrolytes you have, the more electricity you can conduct. So when, and plus when you're drinking electrolytes, you're getting hydrated and being hydrated helps you with energy as well. You can add, um, one of my favorite brands is Ultima Replenisher, or you can go on our website. We have the, the supplements page on our website where you can find Optimal Electrolyte. That's the one that we use in our house and that our clients use. And putting that in 16 ounces of water, you're gonna stay hydrated and you're gonna be able to get some natural energy from being able to, you know, be more conduct the electricity better. So our next one is what do you want to kind of not do? And what you want to not do is high intensity exercise. So there is definitely a degree. Check. Got <laughs> yeah. that one. You're so good I'm, at doing this. I'm nailing, not doing high
1: intensity <laughs> exercise. <laughs>
0: So you want to listen to your body. And if you're feeling tired, then you don't want to push it. You want to adjust whatever your activity is, whether it's exercise or other kinds of things, to match what your body is able to give you. So definitely still move your body. Definitely still exercise. Just keep it low. And then if you're feeling good with it, then go ahead and go up to moderate. And just listen to what level of intensity your body is up for that day. You can still, it's not all or nothing, so even if you're like, I'm just feeling heavy and tired, it doesn't mean like then just sit on the couch during your normal exercise time, but maybe you don't use weights and you just do body weight, or maybe you don't do any jumping, or instead of running, you jog, or you walk, or instead of walking in an incline, you walk flat. You know, there's so many different ways that you can just bring down that intensity, but still allow your body to move.
1: Because the goal, of course, is to recharge on these days that you don't sleep well, that you don't.
0: Yeah, and on that note, if there is things that you had planned, but, you know, you don't have the energy for it and you can drop it, then drop it. So cut out the unnecessary stuff. You don't have to go and take care of the lawn that day. You know, you don't have to, you know, do a deep clean of your kitchen. You, you know, drop anything that, you know, can wait until tomorrow or later on that week.
1: Oh, question. Mm-hmm. I'm holding up my hand, everybody. Uh, does this mean that I'm a failure if I can't do these things?
0: Do what thing? Oh, I see what you're saying. So if you decide to put it off and you're like, okay, I'm listening to my body, but now I... Do I have to
1: get really down on myself for listening to my body?
0: Right. So, yeah. I mean, no. (laughs) No, you do not need to do that. But I'm saying, yeah, I understand where that question is coming from. And you do... Listening to your body means that you are basically showing yourself care. You're showing yourself love. And anytime that you do that, you're successful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are right on track and where you need to be. We don't want to measure our, you know, how worthy we are by how productive we are. We really want to measure it by like how healthy we are.
1: can be hard on days that you're Mm -hmm. having to recharge.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then the last one is, okay, we've done all these things. I'm still really tired. Guess what? Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do it strategically. You don't take a nap after 3 p.m. You, you can't get too close to bedtime. You also don't want to go more than 20 or 30 minutes. Mm. For a lot of us, we can get to a deep stage of sleep, especially if we have had multiple nights of sleep deprivation Within 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And no one wants to wake up in the middle of the day from deep sleep. (laughs) You're going to be groggy. You're not going to feel good. It's not going to help your energy. So you take the really quick 20-minute nap. You set a timer on your phone. You only get light sleep. It's just enough to recharge you without making you get into sleep inertia where you wake up and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be awake. I want to continue sleeping.
1: Which then only messes up your next night's sleep.
0: That's another reason to keep it to 20 minutes because if you were to actually get, you know, say, okay, well, then I'm not going to wake up during my deep sleep. I'm going to do a full cycle and just allow myself to wake up naturally after an hour and a half. Great. You're not going to wake up as groggy, but then you're not going to go to sleep that night. And then now you're just perpetuating the fatigue.
1: Hmm. All right. So to recap here. Maybe don't drink as much coffee, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe try and change some of your sugar habits for mm-hmm. a, some better habits. Mm-hmm. Focus on what?
0: Drink the dirty water. Yes, right. the tea. That's what Phil calls green tea. <laughs> yeah, green tea, peppermint tea, eating more protein, um, working out a little bit differently, and just kind of listening to your body. Do you need to cut something out? Do you need to nap? Okay. Now you guys have it. The plan to help you to successfully get through any imperfect days of your life. Thank you for hanging out with us and talk soon. Bye.